Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So we're back in England. We are. We're not going to talk about what happened in Monaco. Well, other than the fact that we spent the last two weeks discussing it at great length. We're not going to talk about what happened, though. Well, what what happened? Okay. Are you on a different trip? Fine, if that's how you want to play it, start the podcast. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know that Gin and Dubonny can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, slap it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like should you take it as an insult if someone buys your bar of soap? And what's the best name for a pet llama? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more debutante, you're more Debenhams. <laughs> what's wrong with Debenhams? Well, nothing. I was having an argument recently. I think Debenhams is quite, like, middle class, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I say it's it's, like, it's, a, it's a certain element of the middle class. I yes. say it's... Oh, oh, who was that? Oh, oh, well, in etiquette expert there with his laptop going off. Oh. Just reminding me, it's someone I never speak to's birthday. I'd say Debenhams is just below Marx's, which is just below John Lewis. Um, do we have to talk about Monaco? I'm a bit bored about it. Well, all right. Well, that's the last time I take you on a luxury holiday. Well, it was it was fine. It was lovely. It but was fine. It it was nice, but I just feel like can we no, move on from it today? Nice. It was nice. Yeah, I like what you've done there. Um, so, are we not talking about what happened on the trip? Is it just going to be like? No. 
No? You've reminded me of, of to what that that little moment was, and we're not talking about it. We weren't allowed to talk about it in the episodes in Monaco, but um, it is very awkward, and I feel like you, the G&D, should know. No, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Jordan, we're not talking about it. Even producer Ben's, like, cringing as I look at him. Well, um, it, look, we'll tell them when this podcast comes to an end. What happens in Monaco stays in Monaco. Okay. Okay. I can't um, look can at I, you. I can't actually make eye contact with you. Can anyway. I just ask a question? You certainly can, my friend. You knew where I was taking you to this very smart, upmarket exclusive destination. Yep. Why did we fly back then with the airline that you then chose? What's wrong with Ryanair? That is not the way I wanted to end that holiday. Why? We had Michelin star food. Ooh. We had luxury bedding. Yeah, oof. We had the finest Italian linen. He was a us. lovely guy. And then you put us on a Ryanair flight to Stansted. What's wrong? <laughs> right, my bad that we got to Stansted. I booked the flights back. I just thought Stansted was in London. Oh my! I didn't get in till quarter to three. I got in. Well, I got yeah. I got in at two thirty. I got in at quarter to three. I think we actually passed where you live on the on the Stansted Express. Yeah, which we let did. me tell you is not express. Yeah, my bad for getting us back. I just in Stansted Airport thought, well, it's in London. It's miles away, isn't it? It's not. It's basically Birmingham. Yeah. It's, so what's wrong with Ryanair? Is that the first time you've been on Ryanair? It's, yes, I have never flown Ryanair and I never wish to fly it again. Did you not like it? No. I've, so far, Touchwood only had a good experience with Ryanair. I've flown with them a few times, and they are the cheapest, but I've not had a bad experience. Don't get me wrong, the cabin is horrible. Then yellow There's seats. not even any... I had I had all my sort of my book, my iPad, my stuff. Mm. I want to put it in the seat pocket in front of me. There's no seat pocket. No. There's not Does even, that make a difference to an airline's budget? Yeah. Apparently so. There's no. There's not even like a safety book, is it? It's just on your tray, isn't it? You did coerce me into buying a scratch card. Yeah, you got a scratch card, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Mid-flight. Good Funnily life. enough, I didn't win anything, which is one of the reasons I'm still sitting here. I bet you did. I bet you won and didn't tell me. I forgot we got scratch cards. What do you think of my airport etiquette? Do you know what? You, you know, you are not a you are not an easy flyer. No, and I mean that in every sense of the word. And when we were then flying, oh yes, what a shot! Don't, no, I've still got coffee. Oh, so I've just got I've just got the coffee mug in the bin. Go on, I'm not an easy flyer. Uh, we'll get easy on, we'll get, flyer. We'll get on to the harder stuff in a minute. <laughs> Alcohol. Yes, the debonair. Um the uh, yeah, you're you're not an easy flyer, but actually you weren't too bad coming back. You again, you gripped my hand very tightly as we took off. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I was gripping your hand very tightly. That was more because we were on a budget airline. <laughs> and then by the time we landed, I thought you were fine actually. Yeah, Ed- Ben didn't fly back with us because apparently, and this is a direct quote, he is too classy for Ryanair. I love that Ben has a tea time flight and still didn't get in until after us. His flight got delayed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. He... <laughs> we shouldn't, but we are. <laughs> I did feel a little bit sorry for him at the time. He left us after lunch. Yeah, he we got put to... him on a bus. We put him on a bus to Nice Airport. <laughs> he got to Nice Airport at I know four, <laughs> and uh, we got to Nice Airport at eight. And uh, by the time, well, we got home sooner. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm sick to death of Monaco. Right, so am I. Or certainly Monaco in relation to you. It's Easter. Well, it was Easter. Well, it was Easter. Have you had any... How many Easter eggs have you had? Two, because it's... I'm not five years old. Oh, God. I think the older you get, the fewer eggs you get. Oh, and, and, of course, this year, later on this year, I've got a seminal birthday. 
Beg your pardon? I've got a landmark birthday. Oh, it's your 30th, isn't it? <laughs> oh, and God. so really when I get to 30, I think if you still get Easter eggs when you're 30 plus, that is really tragic. Do you know what? I, I think I agree with you there. And I've never even thought about that up until you said it. Say it out loud again. If you are still bought Easter eggs after 30, it's tragic. Yeah, I think you just saying that, it hit a spot. What did you do for Easter? What's what's an Easter in the in the North household? Just well, I, I was in London. I couldn't get home for the Easter weekend. All oh, my, all dear. My, do you know what all my family did for the Easter weekend? Parted. <laughs> yep, they all went out in Blackpool on an old day. So they all started at mum and dad's. They had nothing says there. the resurrection of Christ more than an all nighter in Blackpool. <laughs> an all day. They are. They all went to Blackpool, and I couldn't go because the trains weren't running. So I just stayed at home in my flat on my own, ate loads of Easter eggs and chocolate, and Netflix and chilled. On my own. <laughs> well, it's what Jesus would have wanted. How was your Easter weekend? Uh, it was fine. I had I had some friends over for roast beef. Yes, beef. I know, not lamb. Get me. I'm a rebel. Hang on. Mm? You've had people over this weekend, and I've been on my own, and you've not invited me. Next Easter, would you like to come? Don't tell me he was there. <laughs> no, oh no, he definitely wasn't. Don't no. tell me producer Ben was there. He's too busy dealing with a mouldy mattress. Oh, God. Anyway, Mikey got very cross with me last week, pre-Easter, Holy Week, as it's called in the church, because I wanted to eat an Easter egg early. And generally I went to get it and he uh, actually got semi-violent. Did he? he did. <laughs> semi-violent? Semi-violent. What did he do? We told me not to, in very forcible mannerisms told me that I was not allowed to touch them did until he, Easter Day. So he just got in from work with his boots on, toolbox in. Hey, pal, what have I told you, you fat little ride? Don't eat any Easter eggs until after Easter. I've been out crafting and you've been filling your bloody face. I'm not meta money. Is that how it went? I'll give you a clip round bloody ear, lad. It was so similar. Is that what he said? Yes. Jordan, That's hang on, good. before we go any further, look, we've got... We're knee deep in this. And we haven't done any Oh, yeah, G we haven't. We haven't had a G. Let's have a G. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll be honest, this Debonnet looks a very odd colour. Oh. To be fair, this was a bottle I found at my parents that I think has been there for four years. That's... We can't drink that. We'll end up... Pi- I don't that's, think we can drink that. Do you want me to try it? I think I know exactly what's happened here. Unless I give it a shake. Give it a shake. No, don't, I don't want you making any joke about my parents. No, I know, what's ha- I know exactly what's happened here. That's been refilled with something else. No, my parents don't do that. No. They don't drink De Bonnet for a start. Your brother's done that. Your brother's took this out on the piss and refilled it. Yeah, oh. no, we're not drinking that. That is brown. We're going to have to have our first G&D-less podcast. That I mean, look like, at that. That looks like when you've drained your radiators. Ugh. Do you know when you've drained your radiators and that milk? Well, you've probably got someone oh. to do it. Oh. I think it tastes all right. I'm, I don't. I don't think I can drink that. Oh. <coughs> what the friggin' hell have you just given me there? We are going to do our first ever G&D-less podcast. I can stay at that. Well, let's toast with our water. No, you can't. That's bad luck. Okay. No, it's bloody not. Let's just toast with the murky G. Okay. And D. Right. Who, who should we toast? To Jesus. Jesus. Happy birthday. I know it's not his birthday, is it? Not his birthday. Delicious.
Right. I've got a news article here that came came across my desk. Yep. Anger as Preston votes Nandos its top restaurant and Weatherspoons its best pub. So for any confusion, I, I like to clear this up mm-hmm. purely for football reasons. Right. I'm originally from Burnley. I support Burnley. Mm. But I moved to Preston when I was about 12 years old. Do you have a favourite? I mean, uh, if you really had to pick one. Wait. Yeah, of course. Like Burnley is my hometown. That's where I'm from. But I do. I it's do. Not what you said to me off air. Uh, shut up. I do love Preston. It's where most of my friends live. My mum and dad live there now. It's a good night out. It's Preston. So I do. Right. I love Burnley. I love Preston. I love Lancashire. It's a lovely part of the world. Apart mm. from Blackburn, lovely part of the world. So what's wrong with Blackburn? Well, we're just rivals, aren't we? Right. You know, just don't like each other. So yeah, basically um, on TripAdvisor, everybody's voted the best. Bar in Preston is Weatherspoons, isn't it? Twelve. But these are national chains. Are there no independent sort of places? Do you know it's it's weird? This I was meeting my mum and dad for something to eat recently, and we didn't know where to go. There was, we went to Mocha, which is quite nice. Have you ever been to the burger restaurant? We don't give a fork. Yes, I have. It's all right. We don't give a fork. Right. Yeah, but Nando's. You can't, you can't go wrong with Nando's. You've never had Nando's, have you? Well, no. If I wanted dry chicken, I'd do it at home. To be fair, 12 Tellers, that Weatherspoons in Preston is massive. Used to be a bank, hence the name, 12 Tellers. Right. Um, it's all right. It's good for a drink. It's mm-hmm. good to start your night out there. It's one of those uh, Weatherspoons bars that's like in the days full of like normal drinkers, a few old men mm-hmm. and what have you, or older clients. And then at night, they've got Robin S on Show Me Love, Becky and Rachel arguing on the dance floor, punching each other. Right. Whereas my hometown, we had the first ivy outside of London. Did you? Did you actually? Potato, potato. Yeah. You've got to show me love. DJ's like, uh, can we have the dust after the dance floor, please? Dust after the dance floor. And then when he says that, you know he's kicking off. You've got to show me love. You're dancing there with a blue WKD in your hand. Uh, dust after the dance floor, please. Dust after. And you turn around and you can see what I can only describe as two girls that look like they've been on Jeremy Carl knocking ten bells of shit out of each other. And do you know what? Mm. I wouldn't have it any other way. Worst it gets in the Ivy in Clifton Village is someone's barber jacket's got confused for someone else. There you go. Mm. There you go. How our nights out differ. Yeah. Don't you dare come near me! I'll knock you out, you daft bitch! Come on, Becky, we're going home. Forget Nandos, forget Weatherspoons. Where do you like to eat? Where is a nice dinner? If I was going to go to Preston for mm-hmm. the first time, where should I eat, that I would be okay in? In Preston Town Centre, there's um, Cafe Bar, which is a nice little Italian as cafe well. Cafe Bar, is it a cafe or is it a bar? Well, as for you to make your mind up, it's Cafe Bar. It's one of those Italians... Or is it run by sheep? No, it's one of those Italians where the guy goes, Hey, hello, my friend, how are you today? Hey, bravo, labisio, hey, you want some lasagna? I'll make you a lasagna. And then they're going back and go, Two lasagnas for them two lumps on table outside. Put a bit of an accent on, but I quite yeah, like it. A bit like my French French teacher, Madame Bartlett, who's, she who's French. Put... She was over here in Britain for forty five years, but every year her French accent got stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, there was a lad who served me once in there. He went, "Hey, can I take your order?" Hey, hey. I used to play football with him in school. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you speak like that? From Lost Hall. So it, it, that's nice. And then uh, there's another one called. Um, I'm trying to think. Is it Theatre Bar? Theatre Bar. There's, there's loads I just can't think off the top of my head. No, three's enough. I'm um, only going for one, one more night. as well. What's it called? You can't beat it. It's um, not McDonald's. <laughs> What's it called, that Jamaican jerk place? 
I'm only thinking of websites. Um, <laughs> um, Turtle Bay. Turtle Bay. Turtle Bay's there. But that's and a chain again. I don't want chains. I'm my... independent. Thank you, Jay Rayner, for all of those. <laughs> I'd love to set you out in Preston. Yes. You'd right. love it. Right, should we move on? Yes. Um, we'll be back in a moment, but first, it's the feature that everybody is loving. My joke of the week. It's Jordan's joke of the week. <laughs> I went to the doctors and I said, I can't stop predicting the future. All the time I'm predicting the future. It's ruining my life. And the doctor said, you'll find out after the break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So a fella goes into the doctor's. He says, I can't stop predicting the future. I keep predicting the future, keep getting... What's the word? Reminiscent. When you can see. The joke's going well. Visions. Yeah. Keep getting visions and just can't stop predicting the future and it's ruining my life. The doctor says to the fellow, when did this start happening? He said, (laughs) next Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) You never laugh at your own jokes. Uh, He's a creep. What? Say who? Who? (laughs) Spider-Man. What? <laughs> He's a big-headed get. Who? Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> I tell you what, she's a lazy bitch. Who? Sleeping beauty. Right, quit while you're ahead. He's always flapping him. Who? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's competition time, Jordan. Yay! Re- can you remember how to sing the song? Yeah. Ready? It's time for our Give Me the D competition. One, two, a one, two, three... I want the D. I need need it now. Please Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So So come come on, boys. Give me the D. Well in, mate. Well Well done. We need some D. We need some D. Yeah, but we don't have any. I can't believe you've given us murky... I thought your mum and dad were proper people. Look at that. I opened their drinks cabinet, and I'll be honest, it was as if they were expecting prohibition. There were so many bottles... (laughs) And, and this big... one was right at the back. Oh, it's, it, don't it's don't, don't drink any more. Can't pee that. Do they not? Are they not big drinkers? Oh no, they are. Oh, are they? But just not of de Bonnet. Anyway, give me the D. Yeah. Um, 
You need to go to our Instagram page this week if you want all the details on how to enter. This is your chance to win a bottle of Debonnet as long as you are above drinking age in the country that you are in. Uh, anyone in the, wherever you are in the world can enter. Go to Instagram at sexismyboss for information. And other final bit of housekeeping before we crash on. This is your absolute last chance to get tickets to our second London date for the live show. All the information is on the website, sexismyboss.com. They are this weekend, Jordan. Shall we get on to the questions? Yes, let's go to the best part of the show from you, the G&D Divas. Hello, William and Jordan. Aya. I adore your podcast and love hearing your advice on various and sometimes scandalous topics. My good friend, a psychology major, is a kindred spirit that is very passionate about her studies. She has almost completed her BA and has developed this rather irritating habit of launching into lectures and diatribes on the human condition, specifically mine. Every single conversation is an in-depth analysis and lecture about my life. Please help. How on earth should I stop this woman from doling out her unsolicited advice? Thank you, and I look forward to your thoughts. Sincerely, Ariel, as in Little Mermaid. Right then, satellite dish. Yes. Um, sorry, Ariel. <laughs> I went to the wedding of two Ariels. Service was terrible, but the reception was brilliant. <laughs> yes! Nailed oh, it. We'll do William's joke of the week next. Right. This happens a lot. It's not just your friend. When you leave uni, um, people think they're a bit smarter than what they are and kind of lecture people. I did this a bit when I left uni in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cling on. Mm-hmm. And you do get a bit. I think the best way to do it is just to keep reminding. It's a bit like when you lecture people about, you know, when you're, you've got your media training and radio training and yeah. this is how you do it. It is. Mm. Yeah. Patronising, isn't it? it, it it's funny because I was talking about verisimilitude. What? Recently. I think I'm pronouncing it right. It's something I did in... Verisimilitude. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Verisimilitude, which is basically a reflection on society in a TV show or wow. a film, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I was talking about it. Do What's... you know, I don't even know. I'm going to check. It is. It's verisimilitude. No, it's certainly not pronounced What is like it that. again? Verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Um, I was using that term recently when watching a film. The appearance of being true or real. Yeah, it's a reflection of society in a in, in like... Uh, like Star Wars mm. in like anyway um, so you need to just keep reminding my advice is you need to keep reminding friend because I, I just say right stop being a know-it-all um, uh, yeah I think take her to one side don't don't say it in front of others when she's correcting you or, or sort of talking about your life and just say look I really you know name a friend Jordan let's say Jordan I really appreciate your your advice uh, and your input you clearly really care and I value that as a friend but do you mind actually there are times when I don't need your advice no so I think just be direct. I disagree. Okay, well, let's role-play it then. Keep keep showing her up and keep saying, well, you shut up, you know it all. Right, we get it, you've got a degree, that kind of thing, and it'll start... Um, it'll That's a very direct approach. Yeah, and after a few times of that, she'll start to think, oh, do you know what, maybe I am being a bit annoying. That's what you need. Yeah, but she also then may not need. talk to you, and I think Ariel wants to, to keep the friend. That's what you need. Do you want right. to role-play it? Go on then. You be the know-it-all. Okay, let's talk about... Um, what do you want to talk about? Well, what's your subject of expertise? More etiquette. Okay. Thanks for asking. I'm picking my nose. Uh, Jordan? Yeah? It's not really good form to pick your nose. Oh, here we go again. We get it. You're an etiquette expert. Probably not the best in the UK, but one of. We get it. You've been on this morning and Gino and Mel, sorry I'm picking my nose. This is real life. They got very personal very quickly. <laughs> this is basically just the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> 
Uh, yes, well, that, that's another option, Ariel. You can always start a podcast with this uh, with this friend, and then you you have a channel to tell you, them off. You could be me, and your friend could be William. They could be the site. Oh, there could. I bet there's a good, some good psychology podcasts, isn't there? Ariel, you got in touch on email. Thank you very much. I don't really feel that we've helped, but I think probably the, the Jordan is advocating a direct approach. I'm advocating a direct but slightly softer approach. Let us know how you how you get on. Put her in a place. Next question. Or he. Another email. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Could you get a camper laugh? Dear Dumb and Debonet. <laughs> I do not find that funny. <laughs> Dumb and Debonet. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Who's this from? Oh, hang on. Well, I make a great thing that my name has to come first, top yeah. billing. And dumb comes first here. So that must be you. I'm Debonet. Well, mouldy Debonet. Oh, can I just say, I know yep. we're going like randomly, I've, I've listened to the first episodes of the first series of the podcast recently. Right. Oh, I cringe. Why? Because A, I kept calling it the bonnet. Yeah. Then I, and my voice. Because I've been on that stag too, haven't I? Mm. I cringe. I cringe listening back to most It's amazing of we've got to the point we're at now. I know. Anyway, back to the letter. Uh, Dear Dumb and Debonet, I'm at the end of my tether and I require your assistance. That's what we're here for, just doing our job. I'm a 35-year-old male and it's getting to the point where all my friends are having children. I have absolutely no desire to ha- ever have kids and the people closest to me are very aware of this. However, more and more frequently I find that some people, minor acquaintances, work colleagues and older family members, for example, ask me when I'm going to have children. And then they say, oh, you'll change your mind, or why not, when I tell them I have no interest in bringing a child into the world. Is there a stock answer I should give these people? It's becoming quite frustrating having to justify my position, especially given the fact that I can see zero positives associated with having a child. Also, given the fact that children cost a lot of money, create additional work for the parents, add nothing to the economy for at least the first 16 years of their life, and that every new child negatively contributes to the ongoing environmental crisis, isn't my stance more logical and rational than those who do have children? Looking forward to your response, and keep up the good work. Crispin. Right, Crispin. Um, This is something that's quite personal for me, so come here and I'm going to give you a virtual podcast hug. Give him a hug. Right. I totally relate to Crispin because I also don't have any plans to have any children. Okay, right. Um, I just don't. I just don't. Well, I know that, that is a, that is a great relief to the to the nation as a whole. <laughs> I know, and please don't judge us and think we're horrible people. And I get this all the time. Everyone goes, "Oh, you'll change your mind. You'll change your mind." If you, once you settle down, you'll change your mind. I, I currently don't have any plans to. Have oh, any can I ask why that is? I don't know. People ask me this all the time. My mates, it's become a bit of a thing as well. Like past couple of years, everyone's like, "Surely you have kids?" Like, no, I just, I just don't have any. Are you very just me, me centered? I just want a nice house, and once you have kids, it's wrecked in it. I don't Maybe, know. Have your parents given you advice? I feel said, we, we had four, and, and really we shouldn't have had any. I think that's what it is. I think the fact that I had bunk beds till I was eighteen's probably put me off having kids. So. I mean, who's going to clean your car wheels, Jordan, if, uh, <laughs> if you don't have children? My nephews. I'm going to be... I'm, I love my... Well, that's... You see, that's nice. You see, I've, I've been made a godfather recently, and, and I like the idea of children like that because you can hand them back. 
yeah. when you're sort of finished or when they cry and it's not your issue. I, I also, like Crispin, don't have... What's his actual question? Well, um, basically, what should his stock answer be? That's what we, we need to formulate a stock answer for Crispin. Well, I get asked this a lot as well, especially by my mum. The thing I do is when I want to avoid a topic, when someone asks me something, I give them a short answer, go, no, I just don't have any plans to have any children, and then I change the subject. Good result for you boys at the weekend. Yeah, I think with any sort of awkward, that, that's that's always a good tactic is just say no. Actually, I don't. I don't fancy children. And then, and then immediately ask another question. Yep. Don't let it hang because they will then ask a follow up question and hopefully get the message. And hopefully they will get the message that yep. you don't want to to talk about it. Move move on, which I sometimes don't pick up on. And in terms of what the stock move on question could be. It's going to depend on what else you've been talking about before that. So Ask you, them something. If they've been talking about football yeah. or napkins or um, crudité or whatever, ask them about that, you know, bring yeah. that topic back into um But just be firm. Do you want to have kids? I don't really have strong feelings either way, which probably means I shouldn't have them. Mm. I never thought I would, but I don't know. I don't hate kids. I love kids. I love my nephews. I love spending time with them. I'm, I'm a great uncle, great older cousin. But yeah, just... What do you think little William and Jordan would be like? <sighs> do you think they'd be friends? Oh, I'd like them to would be you, If you were going to have a child, would yeah. you have a boy or a girl? Uh, I'm not bothered either way. You're not bothered? No. No. Uh, I'd like our kids to be friends. I'd like their friendship to be yes. like ours. Mine would be there in his normal clothes from George and... <laughs> Okay. Mine would look like Prince George. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I feel like you've touched on a really personal subject. Now it sounds like you now want a child. I don't want. I just, can we move on? I'm going to do. I'm gonna I want. Mikey and I once went through in, into Jacquardy, which is a, a baby baby clothes shop, and he was picking up baby clothes, looking at the prices, going, "Oh my god, I just put them in a bin liner." And I thought at that point he's probably not not designed to be a father. No. OK, this is uh, from Terry, who's got in touch on Twitter, at SexedMyBoss. Boy or girl? Terry with an I. That's a girl. girl. I used yes. to live with a Terry. Uh, I've seen a few people on Twitter having a G and Diva night. Gin, de Bonnet and lots of people who love Help I Sexted My Boss. Sounds perfect. Anyway, are there any need-to-knows if I want to host my own G and Diva party? And can we come up with a special name for a G and Diva party? This is a great idea. So you could have a Gene Diva party, basically where you listen to your favourite episode of the podcast. Or, or the latest episode, or, you could, or previous, go back like you've done, rewind, yeah, go back to... go back and listen and to listen. one. Then you could start a drinking game, so like every time I swear, or every time William... Oh, don't, every time you mispronounce a word, there'll be blot over yes. episode two. Right, let's let's just have a quick brainstorm now. So you, you, you get all your friends around, you get loads of gin and the bonnet, you listen yeah. back to your favourite episode or the latest episode or just a random episode. Mm. You do a drinking game, so every time I swear, every time I mention Burnley... Every time I groan. Every time William groans, we need three things each. Um, every time you sigh. Yes, every time I'm rude to you. Every time you're rude to me and every time I mispronounce something. There yeah. you go. Then you drink loads of gin in the bonnet. We, we've loved seeing the pictures of uh, people's gin diva parties and and things like that and yeah. gatherings. So do continue to send those on. Um, do we do, do we have a name for them? Gin divies. Gin. Let's just, let's um, just brainstorm out loud. This is how we do it in the industry. On yeah. team soiree, mm. which means an intimate party. I think we just call it a gin diva party. It's exactly what it says on the tin. Well, and true. you can introduce people to the podcast. Oh, come round. Oh, you've never heard of Help I Sex to My Boss? Come over. There's a really nice lad on there called Jordan. He's a bit rough around edges, but, you know, and there's some guy that thinks he's an etiquette expert. Just come on. Self-proclaimed 
You are asking for a slap. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even going to do these live shows. I am a radio not... presenter. It's on my HMRC job description. H. HMRC right. job description. Right. Anyway, G and Divas. If you're going to have a party, it's basically a drinks party. You need to tell them a, an arrival time. That's not the time that you start playing the episodes and pouring the G and Ds necessarily. It's <laughs> an arrival from. You need to have plenty of G, plenty of D. The Dubonne comes in. At, it's basically a wine bottle size. So it's the standard size. And what we would say for any sort of wine bottle or wine bottle size, it's about six glasses per, per six glasses in the bottle. But for Dubonne, because you're only putting in two measures to the one measure of gin, um, you can probably get about eight. Portions of Dubonnet. Get a load of Dubonnet. Where did he sell it again? It's Asda. Asda, Waitrose, drink off licenses, certain yeah. off licenses. You found it I in, did. A, in an off license. I went for a curry um, a couple of weeks ago and I'd finished my curry and I'd had a few beers and I thought, oh, I really fancy a gin and Dubonnet. So I went into an off license that was next door to the curry. This is in North London. It's like quarter to ten at night and they had a bottle in. Well, it's very popular now. <laughs> Final question. Hello, Wills and George. Sorry. Hello, William and Jordan. Call Good. me George, it's fine. Call me William. What is the etiquette for coming clean? Oh. I work in an office and we sit in banks. So on one bank you have one person on one side and one person on the other side. And it's about and it's about four or five of those and they run up and down the office. What? This person on drugs? This right? person sounds like me. Let me read the letter. You read this. This sounds like it's someone that's... Um... Stay educated. <clears throat> Hello, Wills and Jord. Sorry, hello, William and Jordan. What is the etiquette for coming clean? I work in an office and we sit in banks. So on one bank, you have one person on one side and one person on the other side. And it's about four or five of those and they run up and down the office. I was playing with an elastic band and I flicked it by accident and it flew across the room and hit someone in the back of the head who was facing me. Not really sure how I did it, but it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. This girl then got up and went round the office to everyone who was sat behind her and individually asked them, did you throw this elastic band at me? It really hurt. Why would you do that, etc. To say I didn't come clean is the truth and I was laughing about it under my breath. But how should I have gone about it? Should I have told her? How do I do it nicely? And because it was an accident, I didn't mean to. But I should have done it nicely in a way that she wouldn't have really got angry at me. Did she sign it up? No, that came, that came on Instagram. That came on Insta. Do we know who this person is? Oh, Paige. Paige. That's Paige on Insta. I, I thought I read it as it's a page from Insta. So, um, Well done for reading that. Yeah. I'll read the common ones you read. No, I no. read that quite well, didn't I? Mm, reasonably. Paige wants to know should, how should she come clean. Yeah, the sooner the, the better because she probably knows it were you. So it, it's probably festering. Yeah, I think the longer you leave it, the worse it's going to yeah, get. Because I agree. It, probably the guilt inside you will build and fester and, and make you just sit at home and cry. My arms look big in that window, don't they? Do, excuse me, we're in the middle of helping Paige. So I've been working out. Working out what to eat. Um, yeah, don't let it fester. And, and she probably knows it's you. So and again, she... take her to one side. I think that's yeah. a running theme in my advice generally yep. throughout this podcast. Don't do it publicly. Take her to one side. Maybe buy her some chocolate or a bottle of De Bonnet or something nice to, as a little apology gift. and or, or write her a little handwritten card. Yeah, because she'll know it's you and then she'll just resent you and resent you for not coming forward. So just go and say that to her and be, be, be honest. And then it'll get it out of the way. And do you know what? It'll be one of those things where you'll be like, do you remember when you first hated me when we started work because I flicked a elastic bang in your face? Mm. Yeah, and it might it might actually bring you together. Yeah, that the bonnet. 
Why did you make me taste that? I, feel... I, I, I think you're fine if you listen back. I didn't make you taste it. You tasted it. Anyway, so if there's one thing that we've learnt from this podcast, it's that I should check bottles of De Bonnet before I bring them in. Yep. Especially ones I found in other people's drinks cabinets. Yes, definitely. We've learnt that G&D parties are a great idea. Get your G&D parties, organise them now. Come, we'll come up with some games and stuff. We'll, 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 we'll speak on Twitter and what have you. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad shout. And we've learnt that Jordan and me, to a certain extent, we're not that keen on the idea of children. Mm. Never say never. Does Ben want children? Ben, do you want children? Hey, kids. Can you tidy your room, please, guys? Okay. I'll get your mum to ask you when she comes home. Do you think when they come out the womb, their hair will be just flopping in front of their face? (laughs) Come out. Ben's kids will come out the womb looking like boys on. (laughs) With the curtains. (laughs) Flopping round. The kid won't even go... I'm like... Uh, uh. Anyway, uh, we're looking forward to the live shows. We are so horrible to that boy, aren't we? <laughs> Poor thing. We do, can we just clarify, we do actually love producer Ben, and he does a lot for the podcast. Yeah, we like him very much. But he just is so laid back. <laughs> At times. He's tense, but he's also laid back. Uh, he's, he, do you know he's what? An, he's, an, he's a living oxymoron. He is, I beg your pardon. He's a living oxymoron. Because he can be quite uptight. Do you remember that American? Yeah. Gee, man, why are you uptight? Why are you so tense? Why are you so tense? He's like literally rubbing his shoulder. Pen was like, get off. Anyway, let's crash on. Um, we are going to be going to the live shows. We're going up to Manchester to do our first two nights there. Then we're going to back down to London. Yes. So we're looking forward to seeing all the G and Divas there. Um, it'll be lovely. I'm a bit nervous. My mum and dad are coming to one of the shows. <gasps> Wendy and Graham, we need yeah. to get them involved. No, we're not. Oh, God, we're not. They're going out all day in Manchester first, so I bet they'll be a bit drunk the making the day of it. Right. Yeah. God, that'll be fun, won't it? Getting heckled by my mum. Is that what George? He's always been funny. He gets that from me. I not don't his, think she'll be saying that. Not his father. He's no talented. Bold that he gets. I'm not doing. I'm not doing marriage counselling. I know that's what show. it'll be. My mum pissed with prosecco in her hand. He's prosecco. Getting... Yeah. Gin and Dubonne. Oh, course. Come course, on. Course. Where are they? Sorry. Anyway. Gene Divas, we'll see you, um, those that are coming. A few tickets left on our website, sexedmyboss.com. Uh, do get in touch with any of your questions for future episodes. Goodbye, God bless, so long, farewell. Goodbye, and go for a week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.